Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman. I'm here today with Marina Hansen. How you doing, Marina? Hey, Billy. I'm doing well. Thanks so much for, uh, for hanging out with me and doing some podcasting stuff. Um, yeah, so it's like, uh, what, the first week of December. It's pretty cold out. I think Portland got snow today. It did, yeah. I think Southern Oregon got some snow today. It looks like the mountains around here got snow. Today, it was, everything was grayed out and pretty, pretty oh, much yeah. just sleet and and fr- freezing rain for, for most of the day <laughs> uh but but yesterday there were there were breaks in the weather enough that you could see up into the hills and you could see that all of those trees were kind of coated in probably a light layer but a layer of snow that it like held and, and you know stayed on the on the side of the hill so it was cool to see that yesterday today i couldn't really see it but you just see all the freezing rain yeah on all the cars and all yeah the all the trees slush and... out there yeah all the truck, uh, the, the logging trucks would drive by on the 99 and all the tops of the logs would be coated in snow oh, coming cute. down out of the mountains and then, uh, and then down into the valley where there's no snow where I am. Um, well, yeah, then drove home in the dark. But yeah, so there's a good bit of snow today. I guess that first bit of winter, which is sort of normal for like that, like the tenth of December. I think I remember for like my childhood too. That was around the tenth of December, that like Christmas party weekend. There was always something that was weather related. Of was there going to be too much snow over here or there or something? But I remember like probably maybe a few, a few like a, probably a handful of years growing up, and then and then since then now that like it was like this week, this next week of December that we had some wave come through off the Pacific that hit with a bunch of snow. It's cool though. It was fun to be out, you know, and uh, see a little bit of it. It's cool seeing all the other photos from people online. Yeah. I saw a bunch of stuff from, uh, from Portland today. That was kind of cool. Yeah. It's cool. It seemed like a lot of people had, uh, had some time off. Yeah. I saw, I saw some pictures from uh, one of my friends, Maxine and her and her boyfriend were running around town sliding on the ice. Nice. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> pretty fun. fun. Yeah. It seems like, they had a little bit. I, I saw a good bit though. There was, you know, there really wasn't snow. It's, yeah, by, it seemed like it was. Account. It was different areas yeah. around Portland. Yeah, there. yeah. But yeah, I also saw some stuff from some other friends that were uh, jokingly look at this stormy weather pictures. That was just pretty normal looking. Oh yeah, Portland just weather. <laughs> one little icicle and yeah. some rain. Yeah, <laughs> it was a cold day. It, it was. was wet. It was uncomfortable. I don't like wet cold. Hovering around 30, 33, 35 degrees. It's no fun at yeah. all right there. It's, it's probably the worst weather because it's not really dry enough yet. The humidity is, is still sticky with its cold. Yeah. And there's really nothing you can do to help yourself in that. And you know, when it's, co- when it's really cold, it's, a, you know, after it's snowed, it's, it's like a dry cold. Right. You're up in the mountains and you, you can kind of stay comfortable in that, at least a little bit better. But this wet, wet, wet cold, oh, it's the worst. Yeah, it's pretty chiller. awful. Yeah, it's so awful. So a p- couple photos went up today. I guess the camera one has like some pieces to talk about. Maybe we talked about that on the other, you know, I talked about all the old camera stuff, but I put up one photo today. That was that lineup of all the cameras that I've had from uh, from like the year 2000 till now. And it's sort of the progression of the different cameras. And then I try to mark, at least on Instagram, I try to mark kind of like the order that they're in. That's where I thought I had more space. Twitter, no space at all. <laughs> But, uh, oh, and Snapchat. I like drew little snaps around and labeled oh. each of them. Like, boop, 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 boop. And you got That's a bunch cool. of little snaps. I should have done that on Instagram. Actually, that would have been a cool way to show it. Maybe I still could. But, uh, but yeah. yeah I, you well, could I don't it know, out a little bit. Can you do the drawing stuff in the Instagram stories? 
Oh, you know what? I actually haven't used the stories on Instagram yet. I've used the stories just just for video or and and for for like sending the same picture that I've that I've got up on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I haven't messed around with it much at all. Um, but yeah, we uh, we put up this photo. It was all the all the stuff. So it was like the the old first digital camera that I had in like two thousand two. I had the smart media card, <laughs> <laughs> a media format that's not around anymore. It was one point three megapixels. No no screen on the back to see the picture at all. It was just you had to take it oh, and bring yeah. it back to the computer, load it up. It was it was really uh, almost silly. <laughs> but it was 2002 com- like those had only been out for just a couple years at that point but i was i was really excited to be a little kid and i had that and I, I mean i took so many pictures with that all the time on all the trips and stuff you just snap little pictures and bring it back to the computer and then you'd mess with like some some little bootlegged version of photoshop 4 <laughs> that you had and it was really fun i like doing that stuff a lot it was cool doing yeah. that through like middle school and, and high school and uh, so it was cool to to see those cameras, and it's actually it's kind of fun that I had that complete record almost. I guess outside of whatever I worked with at a job or at school or something, there'd yeah. be a fun couple of photos in there that I could say. But really, yeah, all the all the photos that I put up, all the photos that I go up on this list, are all are all made on on those cameras. Even if you go back to the very very beginning, if I post some picture, I think I posted a picture of like Simon, this dog that was a neighbor, this big Great Dane that was taken <laughs> on that Oregon scientific camera. Uh, back in like 2003 cool. or something yeah oh man so it's kind of funny to go back and then yeah all this newer stuff is from the the d2h or the or the, the you know the nikon or the the olympus that i have for like some of the really old film cameras stuff it's kind of right. cool to see that progression I'm like oh i got I, yeah i had the that film slr first and then i got my first dslr when i was getting out of high school and then i got the d1 and that sucked and then i got the d2h <laughs> and i held in there for way longer than it than it maybe uh maybe it was good for <laughs> lost its autofocus for a couple of years lost, <laughs> lost lost some good working features of that camera i probably should have upgraded at some point but uh but uh now yeah then switching over to like the film stuff for 2012 13 and 14 shoot with the n80 shoot with the f4 in 2015 doing all the film scan stuff and then now having at the internet the like another uh, a full frame camera it's cool it was cool going through uh, all the photos and stuff got put them out and making a little thing out of it it was fun Oh, and then the other photo that I put up today, that's an old one, but it's a good one. I think it's one of my favorites. Uh, it's, well, anyway, I don't know if I have it up on the board here. Oh, no, there it is. There that it Crater is. Lake photo. A silly crop of the Crater Lake photo of a square because it's such a cool panorama. Right. That's what I really liked about that photograph, which is really what I should have gone for with, uh, <laughs> with that square. Print, too. You have it? Uh, yeah, it's goofy. But, um, but yeah, it was cool uh, to put that, put that photo up again. But it was so silly, though. Like I used Hootsuite, but it crunched the file. Like it just, I don't know what happened to it. Uh, I thought it was a file, like, you know, a uh, file with some, some dimension or, you know, sure. you, could, you could show it a little bit. It's maybe like a hundred pixels wide. Or uh, it's like, just it's just tiny. It's just some little tiny thumbnail that, that was around still from, from wherever, wherever that photo used to come uh, from. She, so yeah, it just looks terrible. It looks, it's like probably one of my favorite, nicest photos. And it's this crummiest, worst looking little phone screen sized <laughs> version of it. And uh, yes, I feel I feel silly. I gotta put. I gotta replace it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, hey, this is a better one. I want a nice one to show. Of the, yeah, of that picture. That's a really cool picture. It's uh, when this, there's a little bit of snow back in Crater Lake. Yeah, it was in June. It was in early June of the year 2012. I had my tripod. I had the D2H, and this is a stitched panorama. 
I don't oh. do many of those anymore. I just crop now. I, I got tired yeah. of all that. I remember you used to do them. I got tired of computational photography pieces. Yeah. There's a lot of cool things I should do. Like there's a lot of cool experiments you could do craft wise, like shoot, shoot film and then stitch that together in a panorama. You know, just oh, some sure. kind of thing you couldn't have done in the past and, you know, some be cool looking way. Uh, but it's, it's a lot of work. It's maybe yeah. not the best. I don't, really focus on that part of it as much anymore as like what you can really just do with the camera and the, and the frame or like some idea of a crop you want to make but all the photoshop stitching and rebuilding and re-canvassing and stuff I, I try to not do as much anymore but this maybe i should do it because this was pretty cool and it was really the only way i could do it at the time i didn't have a wide angle lens that's right to photograph crater lake but i wanted a a cool sweeping view of crater lake and the only quality lens that i had at the time was this 50 millimeter 1.8 oh. that's the only competent lens that i had for that <laughs> camera that year and for a long time uh so uh so what i did is i had the 50 millimeter lens i uh i turned uh to shoot uh a, a portrait style shot you know so it's the vertical frame and then i moved that vertical frame horizontally across the crater lake landscape i think it was maybe seven pictures or so that ended up being stitched together to this wide panorama and this is a cut down of that a little bit but uh, but just to kind of fit in the whole lake so you go from from the west rim all the way around the east side and you see this kind of cool um, reach up of uh, of the the sunset the clouds up in the up in the air in the sky and then you see a lot of that colorful sort of copper red colored reflection coming up off the uh the surface of the lake uh, which is pretty cool i like that and you know it, it's funny too i don't really spend enough time uh, exploring the crater lake area it's, it's you know oregon's only national park yeah that's right a little bit as we noticed though the cool stuff isn't Not maybe it. in the national park as cool and spectacular as uh, as the site of crater lake is it's it's quite impressive if it wasn't a national park you'd wonder why but but after a while of being there, you kind of you figure, oh yeah, but there's all these other things right around Oregon to. to yeah, there are a too. lot of pretty impressive features. Yeah, through yeah. Oregon. I was always, you know, it's tough. Like like Yellowstone. I mean, you know, if you could be there by yourself, or if you could really experience nature in solitude, yeah. it could be a thing. But as it goes, and with Crater Lake, even uh, it's it, it's just too many folks in line for Huckleberry ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> and it's uh, it's just a little too. A little too busy but uh but it was cool it was cool hanging out there. i hung out there all day i got there at about two o'clock maybe one o'clock noon or something like that i went into the lodge and i like sat down i had my laptop for a while and i was like doing that thing where i had to, I had to pull all the old photos over from whatever night before stuff i had done i think i'd been out for like maybe a week or so and then i like spent like 40 minutes like trying to wipe out the gunk in my sensor because i was getting all this hair and oh. dust and dirt it was just awful in there and then yeah i was trying to prep it so i could take prettier photos and I, so i wouldn't have to photoshop out all these clumps oh, yeah. out of the photo of like spot removal stuff that was getting stuck on the lens but i did that forever and then i went out and i like sat and i read a book from like three o'clock to five o'clock or six o'clock or something like that then i hiked up and that was when the snow is still early enough in the year that the snow berm was still covering the road so you couldn't really drive the, the road all the way around the lake oh, okay. like you might be able to uh later in the year so you just had a park really just at the at the front and then hike up in through the snow. And so I hiked up there for a while and then I hiked up to a spot uh, that was kind of a berm next to the trees where I could look out and, uh, and shoot photographs. It was cool. It was a nice, uh, a nice spot to be there. It was fun. Yeah. A fun evening to hang out there. And then I remember that night I had to come down the mountain and then I think I 
I was going to camp in the trees and I went to a spot. I was camping by myself in the Camry oh, yeah. and I got spooked. I got way eerieed out. And I was like, I got to get out of here. I'm not staying here. It was like, <laughs> it was pitch black when I showed up and it was just that deep, super dense evergreen forest. Oh, no. And I'm the only person down this road in this empty campsite uh. area. And I just felt, and I'm by myself and yeah. it's just, and everything's super close on you. Like there's no, there's no like, you know, it's not like a big field. Like, oh yeah, I can see whatever over there coming up, whatever mm-hmm. my way. I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not camping here by myself. I'm way too scared. <laughs> Good choice. I'm that scared in the awful. dark. No, it's rough. And so, yeah, I listened to, I listened you, to a bunch of music. I talked to you on the phone. I think I remember that. And I drove up to Diamond Lake and then cut over to Tokity Falls. And then I spent like three or four days over there shooting the waterfalls and going up to the hot springs and going up to the other hot, uh, waterfalls up there. And then I, I came up to like the, the stuff at Oregon state university at the, like the graduation time or around graduation. And then oh, we went over, right. yeah. Then we went over to Smith rock after that. Yeah. That was a cool part of the trip. Yeah. That was fun. That was cool. I was thinking about that, but yeah, that was a really productive couple of weeks. I made, I made so many photographs, you know, it's such a weird thing when you look back at like certain sections of your, your photos and stuff and you go, Oh yeah, all those good ones happened in like six weeks. Right, yeah. What a weird thing. And what if you could reproduce that for yourself all the time? All the time? Yeah, that's the that's the band of performance. I uh, don't hit enough. <laughs> so. That's hard. <laughs> it's hard to get to be out in, in that many new places as often as you would need to be to really be constantly building art. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. We gotta, we gotta push it together. We did a really good job a few years ago. Yeah, we've been earning way more money now, which is that super. That part is pretty cool. But we gotta get to more places. <laughs> yeah, uh, we gotta definitely. make more stuff. That's all. That's that's what we. That's just what it is. Oh yeah. Shoot, it's so cool. It's it's the best thing though. It so, is. It's. The I guess best it's. Thing ever. Yeah, it couldn't be. Uh, couldn't be better. So yeah, uh, those two photos. Um, oh, I spent the whole day. I spent the whole day uh, trying to figure out the iTunes iBooks publishing stuff. Have you ever worked with that? I mean, like I, I know we did, uh, we did some ebook stuff in the past, but we were just like doing the design and, you know, putting together the PDFs and then sharing those out on our site. Yeah. I haven't used uh, the iTunes library stuff myself. Yeah. It, it's fine. It's like, uh, like for, for the podcast, even like what we do is you have to set up a, an Apple ID, like what everybody that has an iPhone would have or any, any person that's connecting to to iTunes to make a purchase from the iTunes store. You have an Apple ID. In this case, though, we, we want to set it up to be special so that it's a, a publisher's Apple ID. So you have to apply for that. Or you have to go to iTunes Connect. You have to figure out something that's sort of esoteric. I don't know. It wasn't seeming to be well explained to me when I was trying to buy <laughs> that. I was just like, yeah, I go to the site, you log in, you, you, you upload your deal. It's there. That's it, you know, but, yeah. uh, but not so much. So yeah, I have to, so I'm already registered uh, as a podcaster and there seems to be some sort of difficulty with setting up an iTunes connect account for being a podcaster, but also for being an iBooks author. It's something that's managed, but I think it takes like a couple of days. I think a little pop-up came up and said like, oh, you know, there's whatever deal you, you have this, you have this, you have to figure out how to select it. So I guess it wasn't working for me today, but maybe <laughs> later it will. Uh, but you use this iTunes connect uh, interface for, for like 
I don't know, publishing to Apple stuff. And then you, you download this other program called uh, iTunes Publisher. Uh, I think that's what it's called. And then I guess you're supposed to use that to, you know, drop your book into, fill out the information for it, and then you like submit it for review and then it gets it gets posted or published to the thing. So what we're gonna try and do is I think one, make like a really cool portfolio book for ourselves that's printed for a new coffee table. Yeah. Lay it out. Show off all our cool photos. That's the one I wanna flip through. Yeah, we should <laughs> all the photo books on our tables. I do I just will look at We'll look at our cool pictures from all of our <laughs> yeah. stuff for the past. Yeah, we should get that a really nice one though. We're gonna keep it forever. That's what I Let's want. Spend we the extra get... fifty cents for paper or whatever that yeah. you know, whatever that little up up there is. Um, but we should get a, a nice one for uh, for this year. But also with that, I want to make an ebook that's like um, that's like all of the all the stuff probably that's been talked about on this podcast, all those photos that we've been putting out over the last. 90 days or so like the last three months i want to take like every three months kind of compile all the stuff that i put together sort of render out some kind of ebook maybe almost just like a slideshow in a way slideshows and yeah. captions you know some kind of basic thing sort of a, a simple demonstration of the, the pictures and what we've been doing and then uh yeah and then throw that up to ibooks author or or uh, the ibooks uh site or store for ipad so you can download the ebooks and and check them out or you know, however that is but it's just kind of more for for fun almost. yeah i think be it'd be cool. kind of easy to make it or easy to make extra content we'll just make it pretty simple you know just be a big picture and whatever yeah the, the hardest part about making books with the little stuff that we've done so far i think is just getting all of the photos together oh yeah so no it's totally true yeah. if we already have it set up for a printed book it should be pretty easy to set up as an ebook yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, we should do. I want to try and do a bunch. I want to try I and just too. mess around and and put up as many different publishing projects that we can in in 2017. Yeah, I really want to be doing that too. I was looking through my photos today and building a folder of uh, of photos for that portfolio book that you're talking about. Yeah, for the one that I'm going to make for myself. No, yeah, we got to do it. It's a great it's a great idea for us to do it right now. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I was looking at that uh, that photographs book that I made that portfolio from 2012. Yeah, I know that book. Yeah, super happy to have it, but I really noticed that I should be doing that like every year. Yeah, or, you know, I should have more of those around. Like, oh, this is like two thousand cool. seventeen now. Like a yearbook. Yeah, no, that's really what I want to do. Is like, why not? I mean, we That'd should just put really together. Cool. Yeah. Oh, no, this is twenty sixteen. Oh, this is twenty seventeen. This is you know. So we have like, oh wow, like look at all these pieces that we have. So all the film, you know, kind of the broader but nice selection of all these pictures that we've made. Yeah. Through the year, and we're pretty competent. We really do. That's create a good bit of new content each year but we got up at marina we're going for it you're 24 i'm 28 we gotta go big so big 2017 2017 <laughs> we're good yeah it's gotta be a good year yeah i'll be fine gotta put some cool photos together um but yeah i don't know just uh stuff about stuff about ibooks <laughs> it's not That's super cool exciting. you're checking it out today though yeah. I, I hadn't spent any time learning gonna, about that yet I'm going to jump into InDesign in the next couple of days to figure out how to set up your EPUB document I know pretty well how to do it I know how to set up like the other ebooks that we've done uh, I was just interested in a couple different pieces I think iTunes in this version or, or, or uh, InDesign rather uh, in this version, you can you can set up containers to have multimedia content go into it so it could be audio oh. or it could be, it could be video on that page That's that you could cool. play yeah, so I'm interested in how to implement that within InDesign. Yeah. Rather than the iBooks author software, which is a little more focused on uh, just being simple. Yeah, so it's sure, not, easy but, to use. Yeah. But but with, with InDesign, you know, we have all the flexibility of page layout and, and 
just design that we'd, we'd want to yeah. execute on it. That would be so cool to put together some multimedia ebooks. Oh, yeah, I want to. I, well, I want to try some. We had a couple of little video ideas from all the, all the clips of video right. that we've had from all these other chips. I thought, oh, how cool that would be to like, you know, put together a little easy, short little pieces or like whatever our Snapchat story is or something yeah. from it. Yeah, we could kind of like tie in a few of these other pieces that sort of surround uh, whatever idea, you know, this photo or this page is sort of about. And it's kind of interesting. You think about the cloud of content that you're generating all the time. Or, 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 or it sounds silly. <laughs> it sounds like you're marketing, but uh, you think about like all the pictures that you take and all the things that you write and in all the different places that you put that. So between like all the Snapchats that you put up and then all the photos that go out to Facebook and then you know, the podcasts that we get to record. It's like all that, if you coalesce that, that's really like a pretty significant amount of stuff to be doing, but it just sort of ends up getting kind of pulled apart into these different places. Yeah. Yeah, but you I think about it, like, oh, if that was all in a book, if you saw like a video and had a podcast and had a paragraph and had a handful of photos about just this one thing, that's like a lot just about that one thing. And we could probably, given, you know, we've got a lot taken, yeah, from what we've already done, we could do that with a lot of different things. Yeah. Yeah. We have a huge amount of stuff that, yeah. we, could, that we could use. Yeah. I want to, I want to uh, generate more from from all that stuff too should, i do too yeah. that's been that's been part of what i've been thinking about while i've been going through these portfolio photos because i was looking at stuff from kind of far back oh yeah and it's really cool having just huge a huge collection of a bunch of really cool places and i want to yeah. keep using those photos yeah i want to think of my my art and my photos like that more and try to like repurpose them oh yeah things are like really things that are still really living. make them a used photo that I put oh, together. Oh yeah, no. There's there's probably some of my best things that I've made that uh, got posted once. Yeah, that went through Facebook. To Facebook, yeah. got wiped through by 25 people when I posted it some weird time in the morning on some road trip we were on. Yeah, you know. Then I was just like, oh, well, I put it up. It can't ever go up again. And then you look at everybody else who who you know puts up a lot of. You know, they they really rotate through a lot of it often. Yeah. Or if they're pushing one thing, like they've got like this thing. It's like there's a lot of push on that topic. So I feel like, yeah, I want to, I want to try and do a little bit more of that. I was thinking about it in a way, sort of like a comic has a set of jokes that they're going to tell over 45 minutes. And then maybe if they're, if they're efficient at writing new things or creating new pieces, then they'll kind of roll that over, over the course of a year. So that next year it's, it's sort of a lot of a new act or something, but they, but you know, they kind of work on it. And, and have like a certain set of things that they concentrate on for a certain period of time. I kind of want to do that a little bit. Like I want to take a, a pool of a hundred photographs together and then really focus on those and sort of yeah. cycle through those for about three months and then, and then maybe switch it or, or maybe over the course of a year and kind of build on it and build on it and build on it until I can sort of pull out different older things and then have like a, a newer, tighter set or a tighter, more effective uh, portfolio of, of nice images. That's an interesting idea for how to do it. I was thinking about that as just a way to show photos, like show a lot yeah. of, of whatever nice photo I might take next month or something. I'll show that one a lot. I'll repost that one a lot of times for the next, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, or a relative, you know, but like every few weeks it might, or month or two or something, it might, uh, it might float through in some way. Might yeah. be different. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, I was thinking about, about something like that. But it really hit those more frequently. It'd be cool. But Marina, we got to go get Chinese food. Hey. We're up. We do. All right. So on behalf of Marina Hansen, my name is Billy Newman. I want to say thank you very much for listening to this episode 
of the Billion Human Photo Podcast. Thanks a lot.